Bonjour, everyone. It's Jukebox, and you're listening to the Maritime Milson Podcast, brought to you by Rap4 Canada, Tier 1 Scenarios, Jester's Tactical Sports Center, and Unanistan 3D Print and Cut. This week, Hooligan brings on Raza PB and ForgeTac to have a chat with Callista about ballin' and bikinis. So, yeah, everyone, welcome to episode 51 of the Maritime Milson Podcast. I'm your host, Hooligan. I've got none of my regular co-hosts, because... They're all MIA, I guess. But who needs them? Because I've got I've got Danny Selves. What's up? Uh, I've got uh, I'm gonna call you Raza. Hey, all right, we'll go with Raza. Well, because I forget your real name half the time, so <laughs> I'm just gonna call you. Raza. You're Raza in my phone. That so, works good. All right. Um, so they're helping me uh, helping me co-host a bit. I'm not sure how much help they're gonna be. Probably none at all. No, none. probably yeah. none. Probably none, none. at all. Um, <laughs> but I do have a special guest, uh, Callista. Cal- Cal- hey there. So uh, the uh, what was it? The femme fatale. Of, uh, yeah, I guess so. Of uh, Cave Nations was that the Cave Nations? Uh, I'm actually going to be uh, the femme fatale for Dominion. In Sorry, March. Dominion. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, cool. So we'll go into a bit more detail about uh, about you know who you are and why you're here uh, a little later. Uh, right now, right away, I want to talk about what's well. It spread like wildfire when it first came out, and then it sort of petered away because you know first strike stuff is great for that first initial boost, and then everyone goes, eh, nobody cares anymore. Um, so for anyone who's been living under a rock, I, it, it looks like. We're getting that much closer to uh, shaped projectiles being cleared through the ASTM uh, standards, which is basically the set of rules that insurance companies use uh, when it comes to insuring paintball fields. So that's kind of big news. It looks like uh, all the petitioning done by uh, a couple of gentlemen, uh, David Caddy, Lou Arthur, and... uh, David Williams from Carmatech Engineering, because they've been just hammering away at this. And rather than just bitching and moaning on Facebook, they've been actually going to through the proper paperwork to get this this through. So everyone seems pretty excited. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? What do you What are your opinions on on first strike rounds potentially being perfectly okay on every paintball field? Nobody uh, start all at once. <laughs> I know, it's like, well, who wants to take this one? Um, I don't know. Me personally, I, I'm, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm mixed, uh, mixed feelings about it. I mean, on one hand, I think they have a place and a purpose. On the other hand, they don't need to be there. So I think it's, um, I, I mean, I think it's great that they're coming, they're, that they're going to be allowed, period. I think that's, that's awesome, but I still think there needs to be, um, some sort of managed, it needs to be managed. You know, they need to, you know, uh, the parks need to put, a, you know, be able to use the rounds, you know, for, or the, the first strike, you know, uh, rounds in the proper setting. I mean, if it's a scenario game, you know, you have experienced players, blah, 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 you know, perfect. If you're going to do walk-on games with a bunch of new guys and kids, absolutely not. So, they, you know, they just need to be real smart about it and manage it, you know. So if they make it legal, I'm, I'm fine with it, but the parks need to manage it. Well, I'll... I'd like to, to interject something really quickly, piggybacking on, on what you were saying is 
myself um, at Decave Nations, um, I was shot in the, the arm with a first strike round from 10 feet away from somebody who was terrified and <laughs> started screaming because I frightened him. And so he shot me with a first strike round. And uh, it was... It was an experience. Uh, it broke the skin. I, I, I mean, it healed pretty quickly, but um, it was one of those things that I went, oh, first strike round. Cool. Good job, dude. I'm <laughs> 10 feet away from you. A, a regular paintball would have sufficed. Um, Tap on a great. shoulder would have sufficed. The worst part was we, uh, we we'd just been, been given over to the other side, so I was actually playing for his team at that point in time. That's why I popped out of the bush to switch sides. Um, so he, he, he shot one of his own teammates. Um, so yeah. So being shot that close with something in the middle of a game, it just didn't make any sense to have a first strike round that close to another player. It just, it didn't make any sense. Long range. Sure. It's a lot of fun. It can, really change change the beginning dynamics of a game but i think that there are there are some people out there that just don't really think about what they're using and why so i don't know i think but along, along same along the same lines though i mean if you go to a scenario game and you're an experienced player and you know there's first strikes there you assume a certain amount of liability to yourself knowing that they're going to be there so you almost have to ha- you almost have to expect it to happen. You know, I mean, yeah, 10 foot's close. Even for regular paint, that's a little bit close. But, you know, at the same time, you know, you kind of know it's there. You know, it, you know, it could happen. That's, you know, part of the liability of in, you know, part of the sport in a sense, you know. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, actually, I don't I don't disagree. I don't disagree with any of that. I think that if you're going to be out there playing paintball, you, you need to expect to get hit. And I Cannot tell you how often I hear people complaining about getting shot, and I'm like, "Why are you playing? Exactly. You want to be shot? Then don't play. Go, go have a nerf battle with somebody. I mean, really, Ooh, shots fired. Yeah, yeah. yeah sorry, I went there. But Actually, as, it's it's oh. yeah. I've I, I've come off fields and like people. I've seen guys are just like, I didn't get hit once. I'm like, yeah, I know, because you were like 200 yards behind me. The whole time, right? <laughs> I couldn't right. see you from behind the bunker that you were behind. Like, like, oh, you were playing? I didn't see you out there. How right? weird! I they were just running radio. <laughs> right. My thing I, is the first strikes. I think they're fascinating. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Fascinating direction that the sport can now take. I don't think it'll be a direction. I think it'll be a segue. Uh, that it's now. You know, for the longest time, ever since <laughs> Woods Ball was invented, you've always had those players who were like, I want to be a paintball sniper. <laughs> and now they can. You know what I mean? They can accurately put a, a shaped paint projectile on the, on a target on a, on a regular rate, um, which is fantastic. You know what? If somebody wants to, to, to do that, they want to hunker down in a ghillie suit or they want to hunker down on, like, you know, a, a pile of bushes or whatnot, and they want to just take one or two shots and, and make those badass eliminations. Awesome. I want to hear all about it with beers. What I'm terrified of. So what you need to do is watch a whole bunch of hidden hedgehog videos with a whole bunch of beer. <laughs> right. Exactly. I do that already. Good. 
Yes, uh, I do too. <laughs> Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. His accent, his accent just it soothes me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm I'm terrified not of getting hit. Getting hit by a first strike round, it happens a lot to me when I play in the uh, the Magfed League because we have one person on each team, and we're we're not in a large field. Uh, it's often smaller than the average uh, speedball field. Um, wow. But I'm worried about somebody with my my kit. So I have a TGR2. I've got uh, I carry six mags, so that's six mags, 18 rounds each. So that's uh, a large number of first strike rounds that somebody can carry and just fire off in rapid succession. So it's going to, as far as I'm concerned, it's going to turn it into a money's game. It's going to be, I might not be as good a player as you, but I'm still going to kick your ass because I have more money than you. Mm -hmm. Right. In the past, you could have a $2,000, you know, space gun, pick your brand. doesn't matter. Uh, but if I was a more experienced player, I could still kick your ass with a 98 custom. Right. It, it didn't matter. They were both firing a 280, and they both had the same, you know, give or take the same accuracy uh, at ranges. But now these first strike rounds, because they have that distance and they have that accuracy, I'm scared it's going to become a money's game or money's uh, a money game. It's going to be the more wealthy players are just going to load up with. 200 first strike rounds on their on their chest rig or whatever they're running and and then they're just going to dominate you from a distance because you can't even get out of your bunker because they've got you pinned and your paintball can't even make it to that distance it's kind of funny though i mean oh sorry go ahead Calista. that's that's when you have to rely on the wisdom of of field owners and scenario game writers to step in and say fine, first strike rounds are becoming incredibly popular, and so this is the maximum number of first strike rounds that you're allowed to take out onto a field and have. I mean, that's just that's just common sense right there, is saying, look, this is how many, how many first strike rounds you're allowed to carry, and nobody else can carry more than this number, and if you do, you're, you're out of the game. You're, you're you know, uh, ignoring what the spirit of the game is supposed to be. Because I mean, is it a lot? Is it really that much fun to just it's cheat? Just, yeah, I mean, it's, it's effectively right? cheating. It's, it's like somebody it's who, who's running a running a hack on on Call of Duty. It's like, yeah, buddy, your your stats look great, but you blow. I don't know. For yeah, me, for, I mean, for me yeah. personally, I I like the challenge. I mean, okay, you want to shoot all all day long for strikes. It's like I go, you know, I go to these big games. Like we just had the Viper the Viper uh, Paint Wars here uh, here in Houston. Was it last weekend or weekend before last? I can't even remember right now. It's all a blur. Um, you know, and I went out there. Everybody's running space guns. You know, they got freaking big old hoppers on there, Pinocchios, all kinds of crazy shit going on. And I'm out there with a pistol. And people are looking at me like, dude, are you crazy? And I'm like, nope. You know, and they're like, you have like eight rounds in there. I'm like, yeah. You know, but the thing of it is, it's like for me, it's more of a challenge. I want the challenge. So everybody, you know, if you want to shoot first strikes all day long, so be it. You know, and from my perspective, I could care less, you know, because I'm going to go out there. It's just like, uh, you know, when MagFed first started coming out, everybody, sh- you know, n- nobody really had MagFed guns. So you go out there and you learn how to play with a MagFed gun. You're already under the gun just for the ammo count alone. Right. So you have to mm-hmm. learn. You have to learn how to be a better player. So the only way you're going to learn to be a better player is to be challenged and outgunned. So if they want to bring it and that's all they want to shoot is first strikes, I'm all for it. Go ahead. Spend your money like crazy. I don't care. You know, I'll, I'll shoot my paintballs. I'm fine with that. 
and I'm still going to whoop your ass because I'm going to find a way to kick your ass. One way or another, I'm going to beat you. That's the mentality I, think, I have. But a lot I think of people that that, don't, that, that gives a, a harder thing for people that are just starting out in the sport and maybe people that aren't very good because not everybody can be amazing at paintball because I'm not amazing, but I like people, the challenge. People <laughs> you know have different skill levels, and you've got your you've got your your weekend warriors. You have your casual players. You've got your diehards, and you know we have a large swath of people that play paintball. And so something like that can really spoil somebody's somebody's love of the sport. True. You know. Yeah. Well, then that go, then it basically boils back to the paintball parks regulating how the the FSR is used. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, like you were saying earlier, the game writers, you know, whoever's managing the field for whatever game they got, whether it's a walk on or a scenario or a woods ball or mag fed or whatever, you know, they have to manage that stuff. And that and ultimately, I think that's the bottom line. It, it doesn't matter what you're shooting. I mean, they don't manage the guns, you know, unless you're playing a, a, a mag fed only event, you know, then, yeah, it's managed to mag fed only, obviously. But I mean, other than that you know, the rounds shouldn't make a difference, you know, in those, in that type of setting. But in, you know, like you said, a massive game where there's a lot of different, you know, styles of play, there's a lot of different markers, you know, yeah, maybe they do need to manage that. So you don't get the new guy out there that gets outgunned and, you know, maybe doesn't have a lot of money and can't afford it right out of the hole. You know, those are all viable arguments, I think. Yeah, actually, uh, from my point of view, which would be your normal paintball ref, um, first strikes are great invention. They're going to take the game pretty far, but if every field were to start allowing them, even with rentals on the field, rentals are coming. They're only getting their 98s or shock. Or I'm not sure what a shocker is, to be honest, but uh, <laughs> it's, it's something I hear them talk about a lot. It must be a paintball game. Yeah. 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 Um, but you're getting uh, your 98 with about, 240 rounds in there you're having fun with your friends and all of a sudden you get hit with this white paintball and you have no idea where it came from then your buddy sees where it came from and he's trying to get to yeah it's you're (laughs) out of range no matter what and it's your first time playing so you're gonna think well i suck i can't hit him but he can hit me no problem so Mm -hmm. if first strikes were to be allowed at the field i would work at how i would implement it is First strikes aren't allowed to be used in games where there are rentals for the first time to allow them to get into the game, into the sport, get used to the range and everything and learn about their gun. That and first strikes, if I were to try and incorporate a kind of scenario into just a normal day, I'd have it so only one or two people per team can have first strikes. So that way it's kind of, it's like a moving obstacle that you got to avoid. You got to flank, you got to, uh, leapfrog it or something instead of just having like five people with first strikes on one team versus 20 other guys with only 98s mm-hmm. that might seem fair at first but once you're actually in the game and those 20 are rentals they're going to be ducking because they're hearing that whistle going and they're just thinking okay i don't know what's going on but these seem to be dead on accurate and my balls are curving about 20 feet before they even come close to them so. I've got I've actually got a great analogy. It would be like somebody ha- like guys out on the field having a pistol war and somebody coming out with a speedball marker. Exactly. It's that's... just a little crazy, which it'd be fine if every side has one guy back there with a speedball marker. OK, you've got a guy with a speedball marker. Each side has one. 
all right, this could this could work. You guys have to take out the speedball marker first, and then you guys can are free to move about the field. But if just one guy has a speedball marker or 10 guys have a speedball marker and everybody else on the field has pistols, you're just not going to stop them. I, I love pistols. They're a lot of fun. And I like speedball markers. You're not going to stop a speedball marker if everybody else has a pistol. Sorry. It's just it's going to take some time. What is it's re- That was my work. I'm <laughs> sorry. And <laughs> that's beautiful. It's such a pretty ringer. It was, uh, it's, and it's it came just the right time. Just, it was just like, and that's the end of the thought. You know what? I can't come with my own theme music. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, you know what? We, we experienced uh, hours anyways. something like that. You mentioned like with the with the pistols. Like, um, we, I was playing at a field in uh, Long Reach Paintball outside of St. John. And I broke out the magfed marker, and a buddy of mine broke out his magfed marker, and we tried. We <laughs> tried so hard, but uh, but there's too many on the other side with speedball markers, and then uh, we just we couldn't we didn't have the firepower, so I went back grabbed my speedball marker and even the playing field. Uh, he switched over to uh, mechanical full auto on his milsig with a hopper and and leveled the playing field. So you know it's <laughs> it's. It's you're right. It's got to be balanced. I mean, with first strikes, if everyone on one team just ends up running first strikes, you're not going to be able to touch them. So, it's. I think you nailed. I think you hit the nail on the head when you said the, the fields are going to have to regulate it themselves. Like yeah. Once once every field's insurance company goes, okay, you're allowed to have first strike rounds. Uh, you know, whenever you feel like it, then it's it's really going to be up to the fields, and it might make or break some fields. Right. Well, actually, uh, my first big paintball game, which was Operation Honey Badger 4, I believe. Oh, you went to Honey Badger? Uh, oh, yeah. First time. Um, anyway, so I get there. Everyone looks like they're carrying the same stuff. It's all mags and everything. Then all of a sudden, you're going, running through the buildings. You're trying to get into the building from the outside. And all of a sudden, four guys in different windows pop out with mil sigs or uh, four six eights, each with... <clears throat> Each using first strikes round, first strike rounds, excuse me, and you're basically pinned at that point because they each have different fields of view on you, and you're just shooting paints. And the wind that day was actually pretty bad, so the round ball was just curving and Is this twisting. Is that PRZ? Yeah, that's PRZ. Yeah, I was under that exact situation. Yeah, so I, actually, the friend that I went up with had taken a first strike straight to the head from uh, 20 feet, or. Yeah, about 20 feet or so. He was in the back of a car acting as a heavy gunner, and someone in the second-story window decided, oh, first strike, I'll just shoot it right down his mask. So needless to say, he wasn't too happy after, but after a couple minutes, cooled off, went back to playing. So Nice. Uh, well, like hopefully hopefully the fields will be smart about it. I could see some fields really thriving on this and, and having a really nice balance and you know the guys who want to run first strikes get to run them, and the and the people who who don't get to not, and everyone's happy. But uh, I worry about some of those fields that don't regulate it properly, and you just end up losing all of the regular paintballers. Mm-hmm. So. And there are a lot of there are a lot of fields out there that they just don't they don't care, they don't pay attention to what their players are doing, they don't maintain, and unfortunately that leads to 
a decrease in attendance and fields closing. But that's when they, they need a, economists and an and analysts to come in and tell them what's going on and they'll figure it out. Going out of business is not something that field owners want to do. So hopefully they'll they'll figure out what they need to do to, to keep their fields running. Yeah. Hope so. And <laughs> yeah. Hopefully it'll bring the price down. If the price gets lower, which it probably won't until there's some competitors, because why would First Strike ever change their price? Well, we got uh, Macy. <clears throat> excuse me, Macy Works still uh, working on theirs. So. Yeah, they're also working on the PTR. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the PTR round. Yeah, Point that thing was pretty sick. <laughs> <laughs> when when I see. Uh, Who knows when that's going to come out, though? By the way. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> It's hopefully they'll come out. You know, I I've seen a lot of prototypes. I've heard a lot of talk. I've heard a lot, seen a lot of tests, but nothing seems to be in my hands. So when that happens, fantastic. Until then, I don't think First Strike will ever drop their prices. But oh well, I'm gonna I think save that, my I think, pennies. I think honestly, the price is gonna be is what's really gonna dictate this whole conversation right now. Because right now, I mean. Like when I was back in Cali playing there, the only time I really saw first strikes being used was in the MagFed only events. Usually in the scenario events, you, you'll see a couple of them, but not, not very many people are using because there's so much paint flying anyway. You know, it's like people aren't going to, you know, people aren't stupid. They're not going to spend that kind of money and run just for a strike for an entire scenario game. They'd be broke. You know what I mean? Right. I got the but, rich kid apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be broke. <laughs> I mean, one box. And no, I got, I got, <laughs> I got, hit by the, I got hit by the rich kid because he was just, he had no clue what he was doing. I was like, okay, yeah. you just shot at me like six times, and you only hit me, he only hit me once, and then hit my tank with six shots. And I'm like, okay, dude, so you just wait. wasted a ton of money. Right. Every time that pull, that trigger pulls, you know that the field owner is just all they're hearing is ching, ching, ching. Like that's it. <laughs> That's I think this problem is this problem is going to get huge when the price does come down, though. I mean, if you think about it, because then it's going to be affordable. You know, right now it's it may be out of the reach of a lot of people. You know, but there's yeah. some that will, and some and most that won't. You know, once somebody else comes out with another shape projectile for paintball, the price will come down, and now more people are going to be able to afford it, and that's where they're really going to have to regulate. You know, the fields are really going to have to regulate what goes on with with the round. You know what I mean? But that's not necessarily yeah. true because as 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 we're speculating, we don't know what the operational costs go into creating each of these first strike rounds. We really have no idea what their opportunity cost is. And so from an economics perspective, d- supply dictates demand. And while the there may be more uh, supply coming onto the market, that doesn't necessarily mean that the price is going to come down. Because the manufacturing cost might be so high that there is a, a a number at which it will not go below, which hopefully is too expensive for, you know, the average the average kid that would go out and freeze his paintballs would go out and purchase first strike rounds. That's the kind of player that I'm I'm worried about. Is the same kind of kid that thinks freezing paintballs is cute. Yeah, so. I see what you're saying. Well, hopefully good things will happen. Um, mm-hmm. 
they're fun. I mean, they look like a lot of fun. I've I've never actually played with a first first strike round, but they look like a lot of fun. Um, I got to play with them a little bit. I got one mag worth. I didn't actually use them on the field because I only had one mag worth, and I was like, eh, whatever. And uh, what was it? There was eighteen. I'd say about ten out of the eighteen just came out of the end of my barrel, just like liquid. There was nothing left to the ball or the whatever you want to call it. They shredded on the way out, so I don't know. I was just maybe my barrel just wasn't good for them. I don't know, but uh, I didn't have to pay for them. Some guy was just like, "Here, try these." Like, Sweet. <laughs> so must be nice. No, I'm just I'm teasing. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was the guy that came to the field, uh, and the field here said that they'll they'll let you use first strike rounds, but you got to buy their first strike rounds because then they know that they're you know not tampered with. I guess I don't know. And, and he and bought that, all that of them. Might be a- that might be a solution for fields to do is similar to the field paint only is because then they would know exactly how many first strike rounds were out there on the field. And from well, a liability see. perspective, that would definitely help with an insurance claim is, hey, we know that there are a 100 rounds out there because we sold 100 rounds. I know at DK Nations, they did that. They had field paint that was uh, they had first strike uh, first strike rounds with uh, a different fill inside of it so they weren't white they were blue yeah, um, that's the field and, grade. yeah and you can only get that from the field that you're at so they you know they are managing it they do know how many they sold you know and all that kind of stuff i got so, shot with an illegal first strike then because i had white paint on my arm yeah yeah if it's <laughs> at, if it's if it's at sc village they sell uh they do allow first strikes there but you have to buy theirs and they're blue fill you know so you're not going to go to your local paintball paintball store and buy those <laughs> uh yeah no um all right so i guess i don't know i got nothing else to say about the first strike rounds um unless anyone else has anything i guess we get right into you know the the, the actual guest the person that we brought on to to talk yeah let's get into that <laughs> danny seems a little excited <laughs> I'm i'm all into that I'm kind of over first strike, to be honest with you. Yeah, just that's go, why just go I play paintball with paintballs and have fun. Yep. What are we gonna call it once first strikes become re- regular? What are we gonna call it then? Come on, let's guys, come on, let's go play some shape projectiles. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I didn't think of that. <laughs> good point. Right. We're let's go check. play war. Right. Let's go play guns, guys. <laughs> We're gonna go play guns. Let's go play guns. <laughs> bang bang! You're dead. I got you. No, you didn't. <laughs> you know how much easier it will be for people to cheat though because if you're shooting each other from like 50 feet away they're just gonna like wipe it off and how are you gonna be able to tell really i heard the best comment yesterday <laughs> i laughed so hard somebody asked it was on a, it was on another show somebody asked if you were uh, you know taken out by you know like a rubber knife like a barrel tag could if you wiped it off were you still alive? <laughs> I swear to God, I about pissed my pants when I heard that. It was oh, so funny. Wipe off the rubber knife? Yeah, you know, like, you know, you get, like, barrel tagged with, yeah. like, a rubber knife, you know, one of those, those yes. big rubber knives, you know? But yeah, if you it wipe it off, are you still... <laughs> right? Yeah, if you wipe it off, are you still alive? I heard... Oh, my God, it was ridiculous. It's like, where's what planet is this guy on? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what planet, because uh, I want to be able to rub, like, rub off a, a rubber knife. It's well, like, so oh, no, you, you just, didn't stab. 
I know. I'm. We're just gonna let it go, and we're gonna ignore it, and we're gonna move on. <laughs> right. I was gonna say just ding, ding. run down the field with like exactly. Uh, oh, what about pastels? Just, <laughs> just carry a handful of pastels and just rub that. Roll people. Other people. Lipstick. It's like bingo here. dabbers. Oh, well, lip- we're getting at the dish. Just grab a paintbrush. <laughs> no, I'm actually gonna like the lipstick who... idea. That's what I'm gonna do from now on. If I run out of paint, I'm gonna grab a a tube of lipstick and just be like, "You're out, you're out, you're out, you're out." But I'm good. Who it was, oh, but someone was... actually goes up to uh, players behind their back when they're out paying attention, and he paints a smiley face on them. Nice. <laughs> I can't remember who that is. It's someone in the states. Oh, whoever that is needs to get hold of us because I want to talk to that person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just. Think That's of funny. the role-playing situations, though. You could have, if you brought on paintbrushes, like you could role-play as Bob Ross. <laughs> that would be so much fun. Right? Oh, you just sneak up behind people. and, and... With kids, uh, On Sunday, so this is what I'm going to practice during the, the little Splat Ninjas days. I'm going to go run around and, and paint the children. You just gave me an inspiration. There we go. So. Look at that. Kids going to come home with blue hair. Callista <laughs> did it to me, I promise, Mom. <laughs> Why is your sneaker blue? Callista painted it. I was hiding <laughs> by a bunker and she saw my foot. <laughs> oh man. Oh Yeah. Um, I'm gonna be in trouble with every parent. Yes, It'd be you great. Are. Yeah. They do sell paint markers. You can get those. I, oh, I geez, actually good luck getting that stuff I, off. I have three paint markers downstairs. But there so. you go, that's all you need. Come on now. Paint yeah. Ninja. Paint Ninja. Yep. That's the Splat Ninjas are going to have their own Paint Ninja. I'm gonna get a get an earful from Reaper later. What are you talking about? <laughs> that's just that's just Reaper being confused. Dude, you need yeah. to paint him with some like bright pink paint on his back. <laughs> Why? So he won't camouflage into the white wall as if he already does. No, I'm just saying because he wears all black. So I'm just trying to think of something extremely bright. I just like, don't understand how people don't see him coming anyways. Like That's true. You well, watch you know his what videos, he's... he's playing in the sand, like he's not hiding at all, and he's just walking casually through the field, eliminating yeah. people. Like it's But he never stops. Have you ever noticed that? He never stops. Once he starts, he's gone. Right. He just he just never stops moving. He's always moving. Does Might not actually... be fast paced, but he doesn't he never stops at a bunker. He just keeps going. Part part of that is most people's surprisingly, you get accustomed to looking for people in camouflage, so you're not looking for the guy in the bright pink shirt or the bright yellow shirt or whatever it is. You just become so accustomed to looking for camouflage because paint is bright. Paint is really bright, and so things that are very, very plain, like black, white, and bright colors, you're just not paying attention to. You, you really don't. It's really bizarre. I'm going to test that out my, next time. At least in my experience. When I wear a bright yellow t-shirt, <laughs> no to pay attention. We're going to see Hooligan out there in a pink onesie, dude, with a freaking paintball mask on and a marker. Somebody's going to shoot you because they're, they're going to be too busy laughing. They're going to be like, what the hell is he wearing? <laughs> it is I'm okay with out. that. That'd be awesome. I'll run with that. I'm okay with that. Uh, so, like I said before, <laughs> how about we talk about the guest? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm having fun being silly. Fantastic. That's the whole point. 
Uh, if anyone takes this podcast seriously, you're on. You're listening to the wrong podcast. <laughs> Go listen to Behind the Bunker. They're serious all the time. Right. Reaper has some pretty serious ones. He gets pretty, uh, pretty intense. Sometimes we had a serious one a couple of weeks ago. So yeah, Yeah, we did. It went. It was like a three-hour show. It was like a marathon. Yeah, he's. I don't know if that's a good thing or if it's a bad thing, but no, it was a great. It was a great. uh, It was a great conversation. Oh sweet! I've been trying to listen to it, except you know, Blog Talk doesn't work on my phone. So damn. Yeah, I'd have to literally just sit in front of my computer for three hours listening to you guys talk, and I don't expect people to sit in front of their computers and listen to me talk for an hour. But here you are. But here I am. <laughs> I'm assuming they're just putting me on in the background while I'm while they're doing dishes or something. So dishes, um, dishes. <laughs> yeah, my they, dishwasher they, broke. I have to do dishes by hand. I was just to say they have a thing called a dishwasher. You, you, yeah. Mine broke. Yours um, broke. So, Callista, why don't we start off with, um, I don't know, who you are, what you do. and uh, I'm Callista. I'm a paintballer out of Southern California. I play a variety of different paintball formats from speedball to magfed to scenario. Um, I like it all. If I can shoot somebody and not go to jail, I'm there. Texas. Um, <laughs> Texas, that's right. Come to Texas. I don't want to. I don't want to actually kill anybody either. Not you really. Will kill not really. Anybody. Yeah. Just wound them. Um, you know. Uh, so I started playing paintball about three and a half years ago, uh, courtesy of my best friend uh, James. He introduced me to Greg Hastings, and we. He brought me out to go play paintball, and I've been hooked ever since. So, yeah. So wow! That's, look at that name drop. Something. That was that was fast. Yeah, I know. I right? just, yeah. Just Greg boom. pays me. Greg, Greg pays me to drop his name. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no, he's he's a good friend and he's a sweet guy. So he uh, he definitely helped me find something to to give me a new direction in my life and uh, a lot of fun. So. Um, I'm, I'm thankful to him and James so much for introducing me to awesome sports and, uh, and they introduced me to my big group of friends that I've become really close with all the hitmen and all the people here in Southern California that are so awesome. Um, I've gotten a, I've gotten a really, really, really great experience from paintball so far. And I'm looking forward to many more years of, of fun. So. So there you go. Oh, and uh, and and to to plug the last dozen of our calendars, I'm also Miss June 2016 in the Women in Paintball calendar. So go get one if you want me to be on your wall every day in June. I'm not sure how my girlfriend would feel about that, but uh, I'm got all my clothes on, so it's okay. And I'm yeah. See, it's great. Every girl wants a wants a wants a paintball calendar. I'm sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You'll, I don't know. Uh, I'll test that theory later. Oh, no way. I'm a girl too, so I get it. <laughs> uh, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the whole uh, the women, the women in paintball uh, calendar and whatnot. Um, so you play paintball. You're also on a, a women's uh, or in a women's tournament. 
event? Uh, we just had a we just had a women's tournament um, last weekend. It was the West Coast Women's Tournament. It's a I believe it was the third year that it was held. Uh, it alternates coasts, so it goes from the West Coast to the East Coast. So in 2016, it will be somewhere on the East Coast, and it will not return to California or actually anywhere in the West Coast. I'm not exactly sure where it will be held, but it will not return to the West Coast until 2017. Uh, I played with Goodbye Kitty. They were just a great, great group of girls. We have a lot of fun together. Um, we did really well. Uh, we had a lot of fun. We were second going into finals. So it was, it was fun. It was fun. So cool. So, mm-hmm. um, Slight serious note. We're not gonna we're not gonna be here for long. But uh I wanna ask because the whole the community the as paintball it seems like there's a few things that the community always goes back to about, you know, just screaming on social media and one of them is, is women in paintball and getting more women in paintball. Um But you never actually hear about anything being done regularly. So everyone's talking about we need more women paintball, we need more girls, et cetera, et cetera. But then it just sort of peters out and nothing ever happens. Um so a women's event, uh like you had had I've already forgotten what you called it. West Coast Women's Final. <laughs> Thank you. Uh sounds like a fantastic way to promote it. To promote you know, that, that this isn't just a men's sport. This isn't, you know, intended to be a male dominated sport. Um I've lost my train of thought. Have you, uh, have you gotten any backlash or anything, any hate on, from, uh, doing the calendar along with the, the paintball? I've gotten a little tiny bit. Part of it is I, I try to be nice to everybody. I mean, I recognize that everybody has a different view and a different opinion. And so I tend to skate buy a lot of the negative stuff and I'm a little oblivious. So if somebody is saying something mean to me, I might not get that they're saying something mean. Um, I like to, to believe the best in people, but occasionally I will get a little bit of surprisingly from, from other women uh, is either that's too sexy. That's not sexy enough. That's this, that's that. Uh, what you have to pick a, a type of paintball that you like to play, which I disagree. I think you can like all types of paintball and try it Yay! all. Hey, I love that. <laughs> I think you can love it all. Um, and then it's, it's just a little odd to me to listen to people because you're right. People want women to be involved in the sport, but generally they want them involved on their own terms. And how they think that women should be involved in paintball. And so they forget that not everybody's the same and not every man plays paintball in the same way. And so why should women all be confined to the same category? So, you know, I, and, and that's, and that's really the only, the only real hate that I've gotten are from people who think that I, I'm bringing the wrong kind of attention to paintball, which I figure any kind of attention to paintball, so long as it's not, as long as it's not negative attention, um, as long as it's 
in a healthy way. Um, I think all attention is good attention to bring, um, to bring awareness to the sport in general, not just women in paintball, but paintball as a sport. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess, I guess where I'm going with it is that one of the reasons why you don't see a lot of women out there on the field is because it can be a good old boys club out there. And, the idea that, well, you're a girl and I'm out here having my guys weekend, so I don't really want a girl here. And I don't know if you're as good as me, so I'm not. So I'm going to give you a harder time because you're different. So that's oh, about right it. So that's what your, your experience my, has been. Honestly, though, for the most part, this is this is me looking at what happens with a lot of other women playing. Okay. The friends that I have, I, they're great. They're absolutely wonderful. They don't, they don't really have a lot, have negative opinions of, of women in the sport. Uh, mostly because the people that I started playing with were mixed, were a mixed group. The the LA Hitmen, for instance, have uh, had Lynn Trong playing for them, and she's one of the first people that I met. And Kat Sakor, she's one of the first people that I started playing with, and so. These are two very strong women in the sport that were my first my first friends in the sport. So I I fell in immediately with strong women. So I haven't really had the uh, negative effects of men posturing and telling me that I should go away. So wait, does that actually? So I'm not. Uh, I did have somebody say something really mean to me a couple of weeks ago on uh, online, and oh, online. it was yeah, yeah online keyboard commandos. They don't, <laughs> no, they don't. They don't. They don't have enough balls to tell me on the field because I'm. They're pretty sure I'm going to go out and shoot them later. Nice. So they don't usually tell me something like that on the field, but um, yeah, I had a, a, a keyboard keyboard commander go out and uh, and tell me that I was. I was doing bad things for women in the sport. I was like, yeah, okay, thanks. That's your opinion. So, awesome. I'm going to block you now. Bye. <laughs> so, gotcha. That's usually so, my that's my response is okay. okay. If you don't want if you don't if you don't like me, that's fine. That's okay. We don't have to be friends. All right. <laughs> Um, Hold on, I gotta go block cool again. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Oh damn! What? I didn't say anything. I'm teasing you. I know you're totally quiet. You're like, okay. <laughs> I'm not sure where to go from that. It's just like, uh, can I crack a joke? I don't have any jokes that'll crack that. I don't know. I'm just, yeah, I'm just teasing you. No. Um. Okay. So, so you personally think that the calendar is positive, and and the fact that it ties in well with the the. Damn it! The hell did you call it? The women's women's event. Yes. <laughs> that was the, on the west the thing coast. Is, the calendar. The calendar specifically is a charity calendar. It is to help raise money for toys for the children at Rady's Children's Hospital, Fantastic. and that's one of the reasons why, regardless of what anybody thinks about it, it's a calendar for charity. And really, there are there's nobody there's nobody scantily clad for the most part in the calendar. Um, I mean, I've got all my gear on in my in my photograph. Um, B has all her gear on. It's just, it's not an inappropriate calendar. Um, anything that I do, I run by my dad. 
because I love my dad and would never do anything to disappoint him. So when I was asked to be in the calendar, I showed him some pictures and said, I'm going to send these to them. What do you think? And he was like, yeah, yeah, those are all great. Good job, sweetie. And he moved on because he doesn't really get what I go out and do. So. <laughs> He's like, that's that's sweet. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he was he was tech military <laughs> recon guy, so he thinks it's adorable what I go out and do. Oh, so he's, he's like, oh, okay, gotcha. He's like, all right, okay, so you, honey, go you, you go play guns. You go, you go play pretend. That's, 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 <laughs> and secretly he's in the back room checking out the ROE to engage anybody. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's a sweet guy, so he just looks and he's like, okay, whatever, honey. So, um, so it's not inappropriate. I think that we would be having a different conversation if it was like a racy naked calendar that might be a whole different conversation but this is pretty this is pretty tame it's just women who are who play the sport or are involved in the sport um what i think what i think that's amazing about the calendar is is not that it's a calendar of girls playing paintball that's is for charity and i think a lot of people that are being negative about it are the ones that aren't reading that it's about charity. It's not about the paintballer that's got their photo in, you know, in the calendar. So it's, you know what I mean? It's like they see the one thing and they go for it. They don't take the whole picture in. They just see the one little, you know, their, uh, what do you call that? Tunnel vision. You know what I mean? Uh, Danny, I know how we're going to solve this. How's that? We're going to do our calendar. You're, oh, <laughs> yes. we're going to do our calendar? The men of paintball. Right? Beards yes. and all. Yes. Oh, I already um, know I'm going to be shirtless with suspenders carrying an axe. Awesome. This is amazing. I need like a copy. Like the axe paintball gun or like an actual axe? Both. Both. <laughs> one in one hand and the other in the other hand. I love it. Axe plus cash. Um. <laughs> okay, I'll have an axe in one hand and a pile of cash in the other. This is awesome. That would be um, – I, I kind of want to do that. That sounds hilarious. Where's the camera? That actually sounds awesome. I don't have an axe here or I would totally take this picture right now. Um, <laughs> that would be fantastic. I'll go ask my neighbor if she has an axe. I'll be like, so do you have an axe? So what are you going like, to do with that? Right, except you live in South Calif- Southern California, so they're just going to look at you funny? Yeah, because who has an axe right. around Now here? where I live, if I go next door and go, do you have an axe? They'll go, which one? And yeah, exactly. Hand me like six or seven actual sure wood spinning axes. Has, I'm pretty sure my dad has an axe at his house that I he would give me an even weirder look if I asked him for an axe. He'd well, he like, sounds like uh, the man's man, so he probably has one. And wouldn't just go. He's, he's uh, actually a gentleman. My my dad is more uh, more da- James Bond than uh, James Deere. So. Ah. Ooh, fancy. We'll bring him on the show next. We'll talk to him. Like, John Deere, I guess it is. No, I'm so California. Wow. Wow, it's John Deere. Huh. <laughs> John Deere. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Woo, I just offended red dick everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Two for one. Look at that. Cha-ching. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, <laughs> just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm going to get hate mail now. Goodness. Um, All mail. Join the club. No, <laughs> yeah, but one of one of the things that, uh, as far as criticism specifically on the calendar, the only specific criticism that I saw were from um, basically from either people who wanted to be included but weren't for whatever reason, or people that questioned the people that were included in the calendar, and that's yeah. one of those things that 
I had nothing to do with it. I was just asked, um, I was asked to, to participate and I said, okay, that sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, let's go, let's go raise money for charity. So, so funny story. So funny story with the calendar. So after not really funny, but kind of on the same lines, um, when you first posted that up there, actually, I saw it and I was like, dude, that's so awesome. I mean, I read the thing, you know, push the continue button. It's at the bottom because all the words aren't there. So you have to push that little continue button to read the whole story. So I did that and I was like, damn, this is badass. So what did I do? I shared it, right? The next thing I know, I get like three messages from three random people that I don't even know who the hell they are. We're like, dude, why are you sharing this calendar? Two of them were girls and one of them was a guy. And I'm like, did you not push the continue button and read the whole entire article? So I shared it like five more times just to, you know, just to be that guy, just to be that guy. (laughs) You know, it's like, okay, you and your keyboard, you know, bam, bam, bam. So yeah, it's like, read the whole damn story. Understand, you know, if you're going to bitch about something, at least have the whole story in your head before you go bitching. All right. Well, and I mean, it's not like, it's not, it's a, it's a, no, it's a great calendar. It's a good cause. Honestly, it's even, freaking cool. From, and they're cool people in the calendar. There's cool people. Even from a perspective of even if it was a bikini calendar, it would be fine. Who cares? I mean, uh, I wouldn't honestly, have cared a bit. I, that's that's the thing that the mentality that I'm starting to recognize that there are so many people out there that are looking for the negative in something. And it's like, look for the positive. Yeah. Some people are going to want a bikini calendar. Some people are going to want an Eskimo calendar. That's fine. Ooh. Some people like puppies. Some people like kittens. Some like unicorns. Some like battlefield death scenes. I mean, everybody likes different things. And so just because that's not your idea of what paintball should be or how women should be portrayed or whatever does not mean that that is not how other people wish to perceive those things. And that's that kind of acceptance and, you know, uh, I, I don't even really know a different way to, to put it is, is one of the things that damages the sport, similar to the hate from between MagFed and Speedball and Woodsball and Scenario and Big Game and all the different types of paintball that there are out there. It's all the same sport at the end of the day. We're all sh- trying to shoot each other. Right. So who cares what somebody else's preference is? Don't hate on it. Just let them be and then let them enjoy it and enjoy what you enjoy. All I got to say is, Hooligan, you better not show up in a bikini for this calendar because I will kick your ass. I do want to see Hooligan in a bikini. No, you this really bikini. don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see me I really in a bikini. Do. I do. I'm a glutton oh. to punish me. You're, <laughs> you're, 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 <laughs> I'd rock the hell out of it too. It'd be combat <laughs> boots, bikini, and some suspenders. Oh Here, we'll, I'll take one in a bikini, and then I will mail my bikini to you, and you can take one in the same bikini, and we can do who wore a better thing. It'll be oh cool. my god, that's crazy. That... I'll just start mailing that random people. Be like the traveling, the traveling bikini. I'm pretty sure that's a business in Japan. <laughs> 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 okay. Uh, um, before this goes any more weird places, Hooligan, uh, questions. Questions. Yes. Do you have questions? I do have oh, a list it, of questions, don't I? Yeah. It's that, it's that, that theme time. song. It's that. It's that time that. It's that damn Nathan? theme song that I'm not to listen to this time. Yeah. Was it Hi Jinx Hooligans? Uh, 
I no, it's it hobnobbing now. Hobnobbing. Oh, which it's turns out, right. I thought hobnobbing. it was just a word he made up. Hobnobbing no, is a real word. Yeah, it's yeah, Hobnobbing. it is. Unfortunately, it means it means uh, what was it? It was uh, socializing with a higher class. <laughs> no comment. Right. So it's, I still don't think it's the right <laughs> term to be used. But uh, so. Uh, Cause in case you're unaware, because you know you've probably never listened to the show before, don't worry, it doesn't hurt my feelings. Um, yeah, there's only three of us to listen, and we're all on this show right now. So right, good. exactly. <laughs> I have hundreds of accounts for downloading; it's fantastic. Um, Are you counting mine or? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you counting mine? My bad. It was only two. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I've got a list of questions, and. Uh, you're gonna have a minute to answer as many as you can. Okay. Uh, hold on, I gotta get the clock ready. Let me get I got the, the timer. Ready. Oh, you got the timer? You guys, okay. yeah, I got it. We're oh, all yeah. over. Oh yeah, we're all so, over. So, um, in the past, we were. It was. It was to the point where uh, people would run out of of questions before the time ran out, um, and we would just sort of score it that way. Except then we started laughing too hard at, at some of it and losing track. So. We've decided going forward uh, that it's just going to be based on how much time you have left over after the minute, and whoever has the less amount of time is, I don't know, going to win something at the end of the year, maybe. Because so far, uh, Alabaster Slim did it in 63 seconds. Wolf was, uh, Wolf didn't actually finish it. He missed it by three questions. Uh, Let's see, who else? Colton, Alicia... These are guys that are being glad that they finished something in a minute. Oh, <laughs> oh, damn. oh, snap. There it is. Ouch. And the crowd just goes, yeah, it had to be said. I'm glad it wasn't me that said it. So maybe we should. Okay, so you've got 20 minutes to. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> 20 minutes. <laughs> I win, I win. <laughs> okay, so you're gonna have for just to make it easier, you're gonna have you're gonna have sixty seconds and uh <laughs> He just you just like totally messed him all up. His train of thought just went completely <laughs> out the window. He's <laughs> It's gone. gone. Absolutely gone. Well do nope. you have a list of questions, Mr. Hooligan? I do have a list of list of blah. See, I do still, have a list of questions. Up. Believe it or not. And I'll have it up in Two seconds. It's gonna be two seconds. Give me another like that's, ten seconds. That's all you need. Shut up. <laughs> ding ding ding. <laughs> I will come down to Texas and I will fight you. Bring it. <laughs> um, Favorite quote from a NCIS is, "I'm gonna fist fight you in your head." So you know that's that, there's something to be said about that. That's uh, Abby Shudo. I, I just freaking love her. She's hysterical. Her is that character. the one? Wait, which one is which? Which character is she? Then I haven't watched that show in like forever. She's a lab. She's a lab tech. Yeah. Oh yeah, the one with the pigtails. She's yeah, like, she's pretty, yeah, the one with the pigtails. But she's the one with freaking pigtails. smoking hot. I um, love that girl. Guess Anyways. her age. Yeah, she's, <laughs> I don't even want to go there. It's it doesn't make sense. It defies logic. Anyways, so <laughs> we're gonna have you're gonna have sixty seconds. All right, and. Whatever to go. Actually, yeah. oh, oh, get up. So, who's gonna say go? Ah, 
Well, should we get? Wait, are we going on go or are we going on? <laughs> oh, God, people! <laughs> or is it three, two, one, and then go? <laughs> what kind of questions are these? Three, two, one. They're just they're, they're just questions. You'll find out. Nothing bad. You'll like it. It's fun. It's all random. Okay, on go. Ready? Three, two, one, go. Blue, red, or yellow? Blue. If you could combine any three foods, what would they be? Artichokes, olives, and uh, marinara sauce. Gross. What's your favorite cheesy 80s movie? Uh, 16 Candles. What's your favorite tactical accessory? I don't know. Uh, uh, my vest, I guess. Favorite brand of pizza? Uh, my own. Which way do you put the toilet paper on? Over or under? Over. Stranded on a tropical island, what one item do you take? <laughs> I can't say. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. I've never been stranded on an island before. <laughs> no, I just can't say. Keep going. Oh, it's that bad? Wow. <laughs> which, which movie would you rather be? A lighter. A lighter there. A lighter. <laughs> which movie would you rather be in Final Destination or Saw? Oh, Final Destination. If you could have any armored vehicle on the field, what would it be? Oh, a tank, but okay. What's your favorite hot I, sauce? Uh, Tapatio. Why is Ooh, the sky blue? Uh, because of the refraction of light uh, hitting. It's re- light refraction. If you were a tree, what kind of tree would you be? A spruce. Favorite type of paint? Uh, paintball paint. <laughs> Oil paint. If you could combine three animals in the world, what would you choose? Uh, a narwhal, a squirrel, and a horse. Tea or coffee? Coffee. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? Uh, fly. Would you rather be a leaf or a root? A root. Apples, oranges, or melons? <laughs> Apples. In one word, why are leaves green? Big pardon? Uh, chlor- uh, it's, um... You started it. Flora, flora oh my god. Um, it's not oxidization. <laughs> it's not, I'm, I'm trying to say, uh... Chlorophyll. Chlorophyll? But go. I started saying chloroform, and I started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> like... Oh, I'm gonna chloroform you. Um, chlorophyll. Okay, that's that's it. That's the end. Oh my god, that was like two minutes and twenty six seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, let's take like off a, a solid like a record. Let's take off a solid fifteen <laughs> seconds for me losing it at her saying I can't say. Yeah, at uh, the sixty second mark, she had given her answer for lighter. Yes, yes, I, I, I changed, I changed it because I was like, oh, I have to give you a, a, an appropriate answer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, you really didn't have to. But yeah, it, it is. <laughs> we're not, we're not governed by the same rules as, uh, you know, the airways. We, it's not FCC yeah, regulated. We're so on the internet. Pretty much say whatever you want. Rules. <laughs> yeah, should we have explained that it's uh, one-word answers? Is it supposed to be one-word answers? I don't know. That's what you said at the start. Did I? Or when we, uh, or when you, sorry, yeah, started I'm all this. Waiting, waiting for, waiting for the the next questions. I'm like, do 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 do. Come on, more I'm questions. Still, okay, hold on. Do that tune that you were doing. <laughs> that's the Jeopardy it's song, man. Jeopardy. Yeah, no, no, quite. Well, do it. That's the best part because that was. Uh, you guys can't hear it on my end, but that was playing. So. 
Oh, oh really? Oh, it was playing? Yeah, you just can't you hear it. You still have yet to actually put it into the audio. Come on, uh, man. That's way more complicated than I'm willing to work on right now. I still want to know the question. I still want to know the answer to the question. Oh, sweetie, if if you could answer, <laughs> honey, you need to go talk to your wife. She'll no, explain it to you. <laughs> I no, I figured I figured it out, but you know, it's I just wanted I just wanted you to. See you it. just want to hear a sweet little girl like me say something inappropriate. <laughs> of course, why wouldn't I? No, I'm just I kidding. don't say it anywhere where he's recorded. You gotta bring me some beer and sit around the fire after a paintball game, and then I will say something inappropriate, probably. Most likely. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Okay. So before James gets really uncomfortable, or. Yeah, not gonna happen. I'm kinda, yeah. (laughs) You went to public school, didn't you? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Oh, okay. Well, um, I think how long has this call been going for? How what was our time at? Yeah, we're pretty much, pretty much out of time. Um. <laughs> I think we started talking, doing the show thing at about twenty. So, unless you guys were messing around before I got on here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was nobody keeping track of this? Like, come on, so you guys are for. Yeah, I think we did start uh, twenty minutes through the call. Yeah, because when I called in, it was at fifteen already. I was oh, like, okay. "Whoa, what have you guys been?" So not worried so, about it then. Uh, so, what's the next event coming up, Calista? What do you got? Uh, on Sunday, the 29th, I have a Splat Ninjas event with children seven and up playing paintball. Uh, I'm going to be bringing my little tiny minions out to play. My middle daughter is a badass. Um, she's really hysterical to watch play. She flies around the field and shoots people and screams at them to get out. It's absolutely hysterical to watch. Um, so I'm doing that uh, next next well, this coming up Sunday uh, at Hollywood Sports Park. And then the following Saturday on December 5th, I believe, uh, there's a new paintball park opening out in Coachella. And so Reaper and I will be there to uh, celebrate the grand opening of the Coachella Paintball Park. So if you're in the area, please stop by, have fun. Uh, there will be lots of stuff out there to do. Yeah, and, that's, right uh, off the, that's right off the 10 freeway at the uh, 20, at 29 uh, the twenty nine Casino or something like that, 29 Palms yeah, Casino. Yeah, it's over, it's over next to the casino. I've watched the videos. It looks incredibly clean. Uh, met some of their, their speedball players at the uh, – West Coast Women's Tournament, we had a red zone tournament as well. They actually won first place. The team that uh, Coachella Paintball Park sent out won, uh, won first. And uh, the owner, he's a really nice guy. He's really paid a lot of attention to the kinds of things that, as paintball players, we pay attention to. How clean the field is, how large each uh, the area is great bunkers, great views and vantage points. Uh, I have to emphasize very, very clean. Everything is so well maintained. Uh, Reminds me of some of the uh, Garden of Edens of paintball where you can tell that the the park owner really cares about their field. Their airing stations are great. You just push down on them instead of messing with those little knobs. Um, Let's see. And then the following weekend after that is uh, Lynn's charity event. So 
on December uh, 13th, we are having a, an event for uh, It Ain't Chemo, which is a cause that's really important to me. Uh, my mother passed away last year, um, almost exactly a year ago, from brain cancer. And so all of the proceeds from uh, the Lynn's charity event will go towards It Ain't Chemo. So uh, it's only $30, and it's a, a great price to play all day and have a lot of fun and chances to win a bunch of prizes and things like that. So so those are my next events. Uh, I've got a really big one coming up in March, Dominion. I'm sure you guys have seen the poster. Um, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm playing on the wild card faction, the, oh gosh, Makina de Guerra. I think I'm just totally... Butchered that. Sorry, I butcher um, names all the time, so it's all good. <laughs> so uh, that's that's a magfed only game that's occurring on March 12th and 13th at Jungle Island here in California. Uh, pits Nueva California against the UEC, uh, and I will be playing an assassin for the Makina de Guerra company. I believe it's a company. Um, I have to look at what what the the game calls for but uh it's going to be a lot of fun i'm excited about that one uh it's one of my first times getting to to go out and play a role so it's it's exciting for me um getting a chance to maybe maybe i'll have some first strike rounds who knows i don't exactly know what i'm going to be what i'm going to be doing yet so so yeah those are my those are my next big things of course i'll be at decay of nations again next year cuz it doesn't matter how hot it is. I love decay. It's a lot of fun. Nice. I hope so. to get down there next year. I hope so too. Then I'll get to see you. It'll be a lot of fun. Right? We can swap bikinis. Okay. That'll be a good time. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Swap? You mean you already have one? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a man. Oh my god! Like a Borat mankini. That would be I, awesome. Oh, <laughs> I used to live with a guy that owned one of those. And there is nothing quite as frightening as waking up at 9.30 in the morning with one hell of a hangover to come out to see him wearing nothing but that while playing his bass and making this horrible sound going, yeah. And How do you not have this on video? I know. that's <laughs> We kind of made a rule of no video in the apartment because what? all of us would have been in jail. Oh, my God. The amount of that's... potentially unregulated substances that went through that place were... Wow. Mind blowing. A man like a real mankini. This is a, this is awesome. I yeah, didn't know it people was actually the like bright it. yellow one. And oh, and yeah. sometimes he would wear like his studded leather jacket cuz he was like this greasy punk. And Chick-a-bound. Uh, it was Chick-a-bound. How, many, how many pounds was he? Was he over or under 300 pounds? Oh Jesus. If he was 120 pounds, I'd be amazed. Oh, okay. So, like so he was that a tiny little guy. A little bit more adorable, but he was super I'm just skinny. Like a 300 pound man in a in a mankini and that just to me is hysterical yeah yeah sorry the the musings of Callista's <laughs> mind <laughs> sub 300 though there you go that's <laughs> i know sorry guys sorry yeah, thanks for the visual i really needed that <laughs> yeah, if we're gonna You're go into this stuff, let me have a couple more beers first right right before we start breaking those visuals out Ugh. Everybody is rocking in there. They're like, oh no, please. Buddy, what do you got? What do you got in the works? Anything? 
Uh, nothing off the uh, top of my brain. That's a lie. You're working on something, but it's secret. I yes. yes. <laughs> <It's a secret. laughs> yeah, just uh, keep your eyes open and ears open for something called Paintball Nexus. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, dun, dun, All dun. I will say. Cool. So we'll cool. see that in what, like six months? <laughs> Actually, my internet seems to be a lot more stable, so maybe two weeks and it should be good to go. Well, Ooh. hell, look at that. Nice. Nice. I'm excited. Nice. Now, now I'm like, I'm like, what is this paintball nexus you speak of? <laughs> it's, if, if it works, which I'm sure it will, just it'll have to be maintained. So if it works and is well maintained, and I'll help out with that, no worries. Yes. It will be particularly badass. It will like be badass. Bad. Yep. Totally gonna approved. Alright. And even much. Else, it's uh <laughs> kinda just my personal use, which would help a lot. That's actually how I found out uh that you needed help tonight. Sorry, say that whole thing again, I wasn't listening. <laughs> um Part for course. Yeah, it's it'll just be personal use, which is basically how I found out you needed help tonight is by using Paintball Nexus. Ooh, look at that. It's already working. Yeah. Fan. I like it. Fantastic. That is awesome. Wicked. Um, Danny, you got anything coming up, buddy? Yeah, buddy. Uh, let's see here. January 16th and 17th of next year. That's uh, 2016. Uh, Texas Triple Threat is going on. It's at, uh, let's see here. Where is this at? It's at Red Rock, Texas. It is a two-day scenario. Uh, so go on. Uh, it's also put on by by a Viper. So you get on there and check that out. I will definitely be uh, making an appearance there. It's going to be a bitching game. Can't wait for it. Um, yeah. Other than that, the uh, website's still going good. Um, we have a uh, story that is coming out very soon. Hint, hint. Very soon. Um, can't wait to get it up. It's going to be an awesome story. Um, also, Brad just uh, released his uh, little uh, follow-up article on uh, the Helix Mag. Yes, so. and something amazing happened with it. There was comments on yes, Facebook. Yes, there were, there were plenty of comments on and Facebook. one of them asked if I was a sponsored player, and I replied that I am a Rap for Canada ambassador, which in which he replied, and it could have been taken directly or it could have been taken aggressively. I took it directly. Uh, that how can I provide a review? As soon as I collect a paycheck by a company, I'm no longer unbiased, which I replied that I'm not a paid uh, paid sponsor. Uh, and uh, believe it or not, the whole thing ended. It was a civil discussion where we both had an understanding at the end and nobody got called anything and nobody did anything to anyone's mom. Hooray! It was amazing. Oh. <laughs> well, sad to the mom, but whatever. Sorry, right. so you can... Uh... No, I, I, I think that you can you can provide an unbiased review for some something, even if you are sponsored by someone. Absolutely. You just, as long as you have integrity. I, I mean, I, I'm not sponsored by anybody at all, so I can I can say whatever I think. About whatever, oh. but uh, I. But that's the thing is when I'm when I'm telling somebody that I like something, you know, I'm being honest because I, if I don't have something nice to say about a product, I won't mention it at all. I just and I won't use it. But if I like something, you better believe you will hear all about it. I will just 
be like, I really like this. This is amazing. Have you tried this? This is great. <laughs> I've yeah, I I mean, being a rap for Canada ambassador means that I technically represent rap for on the field. Um, but I'll be the first to say that and very quick to say that my my rap for four six eight is currently in the mail on the way to Ontario being swapped out for a Milsig M17 because I was not happy with it. I Hooray! wasn't happy with the Helix <laughs> mags. They did not impress me. They're gone. Some other people love them. I have a Rap 4 pistol. Those it's pistols are really badass, cool. though. Those things kick ass. You can cut down a tree with them. I know, but they are really freaking heavy sometimes. It's sometimes because they're, they're made just of like, like, just pure steel. I know. Like, exactly. Uh, which is, about the RAM which or is the, why... I'm going to piss everybody have, off. Do they shoot first strike? <laughs> if you if you muzzle load them, if you go back to 1812 and you load those suckers down the barrel, it'll... that's awesome. No, um, no, it's it's a, and it's a cool, it's a, actually a really cool pistol, and I can shoot really accurately with it. It's just that it is an absolute beast sometimes when all I want to do is run around quickly. It's just about as heavy as running around with my speedball marker. So, gotcha. Yeah. I love nice. it, so pretty. Speaking of Milsig, uh, December 12th in Mississauga at, what is the name of that paintball field? Raza, help me out here, bud. What's the field we're going uh, to in December? God, uh, yeah, I actually just slipped my mind right now. Uh, give me two minutes. Is it DEFCON? Yes, DEFCON, that's yeah, it. Yeah, that's right, DEFCON paintball. paintball. Um, is going to be the Milsig Maxim 2 event, which, uh, besides just being a pretty sweet paintball game where it's open class and anyone can show up and, you know, meet some people, shake some hands, kiss some babies, and play some paintball, Milsig is announcing they're currently only for the SMG right now, but, you know, just hold on. Uh, drum mag. It's a legitimate drum mag that just clips into the bottom of the mag, and uh, bottom of the marker, and looks badass as hell. I can't wait to play with one. And they're going to announce a bunch of other stuff, but nobody really seems to know what it is yet, because it's all hush-hush. Yeah. Risen, if I'm pronouncing that right. Yeah, I'm going to ask Evan about that. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce that division either. They have, they seem to have their own like skunkworks division, where it's like hush-hush, nobody says what it is. Uh, either way, cool stuff happening. Uh, so if you're in Ontario around the Toronto area, the GTA, the greater Toronto area, um, and you paintball, come down to DEFCON, play some paintball, meet me, you can meet me, and you can meet Guardian, who's not on the call right now, because he's busy doing some cool stuff. To make money for paintball? No, I think he's doing something to further his education. You know, ah. the responsible thing to be doing. <laughs> you know, because he... You know, not everyone can get by with just a sponsorship on paint. <laughs> right. Who has a sponsor? I want a sponsorship on paint. That would be <laughs> sweet. I want a sponsorship on beer. Come on. That would also Whoa. be cool. That would be cool. Yes. That would I should be try amazing. that. I should reach out to a couple yeah. of local breweries. I'll go, like, hey, Guinness. Guinness, I will totally, I will rep the hell. Oh, I'm a big Guinness fan. I like the darker and better. Well, you yeah, got, so. uh... Alexander Keats, not too far away from you. Pickaroons, buddy. Pickaroons. <laughs> what? 
I totally yeah. missed that. I just totally missed that. Cool. Yeah. There's Anaheim Brewery actually pretty close to me. There's a brewery here in Orange County. Be like, hey, you guys want to sponsor a paintball team? I should. You just have to give me like a barrel of beer, a and barrel. I'm a totally keg? going to keep the, it in my house. The term is keg. No, 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 a barrel. I want like not the a original. keg. Not, no, I want the whole friggin' big ass barrel. Have you ever been to like one of those big breweries with their big? They're just awesome. Oh, you yeah. mean? Like the, a, oh, okay. The barrel for aging. Gotcha. I'm talking like the big ass giant. The big brass thing is called a vat. The vat. That's it. There we go. Hey, hey, I've my my degrees are in in government history and economics. I do not have a, a degree in beer. Well, I was too I was too young to take beer making when I was in college. They would not let me take the class. That's fine. Nope. The history yep. of, of beer and wine. You had to be 21, and I was 17, and they were like, "No, you can't take this class." Never made a beer in my life, but I drink a shitload of them. I don't have an education one, but I got a body that says I should. Right? <laughs> my brother actually makes beer. He As made he all sits the there in his mankini. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that would be awesome. Oh. I'll make it happen. I'm gonna come down to Southern California, and I'm gonna be removed because of indecent exposure because of that bikini. Yeah, and then and then you're going to blame it on me. You're going to be like, "Well, Callie told me to wear a mankini." Right. She, said it was she okay. invited me down to this state and said I could wear this. Take it out on her. I'm yeah, going to be drunk on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're in, under the bus. <laughs> we're into massive overtime here. Uh, unlike Reaper's podcast, I can't just keep going for 3 hours cuz I have. So it happens when you have a girl on the show. We just talk and talk and talk. You know, yeah, kind of. I didn't want to say anything, <laughs> but no. <laughs> Actually, I, I saw something earlier today that uh, a, a man speaks about 15,000 words in a given day, and a, a woman speaks about 30,000. So I believe it's just because it. we have to repeat ourselves. Sorry, what was that? But <laughs> 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 Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, Danny, Raza, yeah. thanks for uh, coming on and co-hosting with me, except it was more just like, you know, sitting there and, and listening to me yammer on. It's pretty quite much the welcome, same thing. Sir. You're quite welcome. Excellent. You've gone quiet. Yeah, I can't hear anybody. <laughs> yeah, you can't quiet real quick. To you. This is what happens when people listen to you. It's weird. I'm not used to it. I'm used to just rambling on whether everyone's listening or not. Yeah, no, there's no guardian and uh, nightmare. Particularly. <laughs> so. It's true. It's weird. Anyways, uh, fellas, thank you for coming on and giving me a hand with this. And uh, Calista, thank you for coming on and just coming on to chat. It was awesome. It was. Uh, <laughs> I've never felt better about myself in a bikini <laughs> than I do right now. That's you can do it. I believe in you. Oh God! <laughs> just, I'm looking at your Skype photo, and it just doesn't match up. <laughs> yeah, it's really gonna would... be great. Don't worry, you can rock it. It'll be fantastic. I'll s- I'll, I'll send you a mock-up later. You know, it'll be, it'll be just just trust me on this one. It'll oh, be I'm gonna have to get like the podcast sponsors like logos put on it. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> 
<laughs> then I'm going to lose all my sponsors. Just make sure it's Rap 4. That's all. You're good. Contact Anthrax. I hear that they make a really amazing bikini. Wow. So that sounds like a commercial. Did we just – is that what that just happened? I think so. Oh, okay. I think I just did. (laughs) Sorry. It's the only jersey I have that that I really enjoy so far is the the Anthrax one. Well, actually, your kid has it now, so. Yeah, I know. She stole it from me. And she's sick, so I can't get it back from her now. She's like, but, Mommy, I feel so sick. She stole my jersey. How does a paintball jersey jersey help? Give it back. (laughs) I don't know, because it's purple, and she likes purple. So, gotcha. It's comfortable. It's comfortable. Uh, goodbye, Kitty. I love it's. Ju- it's just a fun, a fun jersey. My uh, our team captain Tony designed it. So, the second version of the jersey. Wait, that's the second. Where's the first? Uh she. Well, she has. Uh, she has the East Coast tournament version of it. They. They have a different. She was wearing her older version of it at our tournament and. Uh, we had a 13-year-old girl play with us. Her name's Asia, and she's fantastic. And she was wearing Sony's new jersey. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So it was it was a great a great tournament. We actually got a we got a little kid to come play with us too. And she's just she's the future of the sport. She's just a really great player and has a really good attitude. So it was a lot Get of fun. Get them while they're young and teach them right. Exactly. That's why I'm I'm starting with my my eight year old. She's she's ready to to go shoot stuff. She wants me to get her a she asked for a Splatmaster for her birthday, and so I'm running around looking for one because her birthday was a couple days ago. <laughs> she's like, "Where's my gun? I need my actually, gun for Sunday." <laughs> so, I don't know. Actually, yeah, that you. would be a good idea for my uh, younger brother and sister because they're both bugging me about using my four six eight, wanting to play or sorry. According to them, they want to shoot paintball. So every time I go over, can we shoot paintball? It's minus five out. Can we shoot paintball inside the house? No. <laughs> yes, yes, we can. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> yeah, my mom won't like me too much. It's like, you're not when coming I to visit to anymore. Help. Didn't when Nightmare I... do something like that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he got yelled at for it too. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> fantasize about having like a spa in their house or something like that. And my my fantasy mansion has you go downstairs and there's a giant indoor paintball field. It's gonna be awesome. Yes. I well, I want that. Doesn't it sound awesome? And then I can just invite all my friends over and we can shoot each other. This is this is my fantasy. Oh well, I might be the only one. No, that sounds pretty okay. bad. Oh, oh, I live oh, oh, like East Coast Canada, so land is dirt cheap. So I'm just yeah. going to go buy a couple acres of land to turn it into a paintball field. Why not? Sure. Yeah, I'm sounds looking fun. at moving out that way, so... Uh, Do it! There's no jobs, but move out anyways. <laughs> <laughs> just drop in the Coast Guard. Uh, you'll have to keep going east. Go to yeah. Halifax or Newfoundland. Yeah, I'm looking at Halifax. I think we all just moved to Nathan's place. I like that. We'll just live on his land. He said if he ever wins a lottery, he'll do, uh, he's gonna build us all houses. So it'll just nice. be like, it'll be like a gated community where, like the old coal mine towns were forced to get up in the morning and go work for Nathan. <laughs> You're probably right. I didn't think of that. 
<laughs> right. As long as vote work is code for going out to play paintball. I'm totally oh, no, you there. have no idea what no. he means by work. That's like dig driveways, you know, dig a dig a well, run some power lines, uh, put his house back on the trailer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll do it taxes, but uh, but as far as manual labor goes. Um, you know what? He probably wouldn't mind having something to do his taxes. Not going to lie. That's, yeah. There you, you go. Know, you can do my taxes. <clears throat> Hopefully you know Canadian tax law. Yeah, you live in Canada. Because yeah, so I sure as hell don't know them. Not only is Calista a paintball player, she's a CPA. <laughs> I don't know what no, that I'm means. just not an idiot. A certified down. public accountant. Oh, cool. you weren't actually asking what a CPA was. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Actually, I'm glad you did answer that, though. Yeah. My ex husband is a CPA, but I did Whoa. all the taxes. That's So there you go. <laughs> I was so funny though to me like he had the degree and i used to do all the taxes i was like yeah this is this is entertaining <laughs> this so. is fantastic <laughs> this on is funny <laughs> on to new things yeah um, so okay oh, well. so so we're, we're in overtime yeah we're in a massive massive yeah. overtime now so everyone you're just gonna cut what, it out that's fine cut out all the silly no stuff. i don't cut anything out what what you've heard what? so far is going online no yeah <laughs> I know, right? And Keeney and all. Yeah. <laughs> and the unmentionable. It's very, very nice. <laughs> High five. Yeah. Okay. Another rat reference so, there, for those um, who don't know. Wait, what was that, Rosa? <laughs> that was Borat. Yeah. You don't know Borat? I know Borat. Everyone knows Borat. Yeah, I was small don't when that like came out, rat. and I was forced to watch it with two girls that were older than me. God, that was an awkward movie. Oh, were you related to these two girls? No. No? Then no. why was it awkward? Then why was it awkward? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I still I don't see what? a negative to this. I think I was 14 in a uh, Catholic elementary school. And? This is just getting better. <laughs> this think of getting it. Amazing. This is sounding this... like a whole new movie. <laughs> <laughs> this is sounding awesome, actually. Like, I could understand it being an awkward movie if you're watching it with, like, your 97-year-old grandma. and No, like, 97-year-old uh, grandmas are the priest. best ones. Okay, put it this way. One girl I was good friends with, the other girl I met for the first time while watching that movie. And she walked perfect. Like, watching Borat. I want to watch, too. It's like, uh, okay. Yes. Danny, we got to so teach this boy. Yes. We, we, we definitely have to teach this boy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. I was very awkward when I was small. So that's with, right. We'll fix you. We'll fix you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> with that, everyone, thanks guys there for coming well, on and chatting. This was this is one of the longest podcasts I've done. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Uh, before you uh, shut off the podcast, don't you want to tell people where to find you? Well, if you wouldn't cut me off, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, then uh, get to it. Uh, your mouth, you're not coming back on. All right, so anyway, <laughs> for anyone who, who found us just randomly in the abyss that is the internet, uh, easiest way to find us, check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash Maritime Milsim Podcast. Uh, we're also on Instagram with Maritime underscore Milsim. Um, we're on Twitter, sort of. I'm still not entirely sure how to use it properly. So, you know, this stuff gets posted on it every once in a while, but Instagram and Facebook, that's where it's at. Um, that's all I got, everyone. Thanks for coming on. For everyone who's listening, downloading, streaming, stealing, I don't care. Uh, 
thanks for for taking the time to listen to us and and everyone till until uh until I get my train of thought back <laughs> until next week everyone cheers cheers bye oh